Hey Christian, have you seen Shrek? Yes. Well, when did when did you see it? Hmm. I was a kid. Oh, yeah. How old were you? I'll say it's like twelve. Oh, okay. So like, what year would that have been? Two thousand one. Oh yeah, that Shrek's out. Well, let's just start the show. Well, Here, I've got a, I've got a joke for you. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I meant, God. I meant. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, sorry, good. I left my out an friend, O. My friend has a joke for me. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> this always goes so good. <laughs> Whenever a person says, "I've got a I've joke, got a for, joke you. for you," uh, no, I don't know how the joke's gonna go because I just know the punchline. Oh, so you don't know the joke. No, I know the punchline. Okay, of the joke. Good, good, good. It's one of those. Um, oof. Nope, no, there's no good way to do it. Okay. I'm going to save it. <laughs> I'm okay. going to save it because it's a pun, but I don't know what it's a pun in response to yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- there are plenty of those because the word Shrek is yeah. very, very flexible. Yeah. Shrexable. Shrexable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we're going to be doing that all night, huh? I know. Shrexables is my favorite cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like to use. I like to play with my Shrek tech deck. Oh yeah. yeah, Shrek deck. Do Shrek some sick deck. ollies. My, <laughs> Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Uh, each episode, we watch a movie and then we talk about it in a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us by our contextual computer. Uh, the contexts are silly uh, most of the time, but then some of them are serious, but <laughs> most of the time they're not. Uh, but we don't know what they're going to be, so we're gonna we we, we watched a movie. We don't know what we're going to say about it yet, and neither do you, and that's the fun. Anyway, so that's what the show's about. Uh, joining me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Mr. David Gutchie. Hey, hi. Hey, hi. That's just two this time. Oh, okay. Last time was very subdued, so I'm glad to hear you bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I we watched one of my favorite movies this week, so it just really <laughs> put me in a mood to take on the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Shrek. <clears throat> it's this movie v. The World. I haven't introduced what the movie <laughs> is yet. I mean, if you're listening to this, you know what the movie is, but it's fun That's to true. not let, yeah. it's let, let it dangle. Let's let it dangle. What kind of irony is that? There's dramatic irony. There's dramatic irony. What There's, kind is this? Uh, Puce, I believe, is oh. a kind of irony. Okay. Uh, I believe... Um, Maybe like heretic irony, like heretic pride. Her, like what? Heretic. Her, heretic. What? Homeopathic irony. Okay. Is that one? Homeopathic Pathological irony. irony. Pathological. 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 Pathological irony. That's got to be a, that's got to be a thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. someone is just constantly, like they cannot, yep. they physically cannot <laughs> stop themselves from saying ironic things. Yeah. That sounds complicated. 
And of course, the most complicated of all, ironic irony, oh. which is real tough. Yeah. And at man. that point, you're you've dug yourself way too deep in levels of sarcasm. Yeah. And I almost had an ironic irony situation where I was at Goodwill uh, the other day, and I saw a sweater uh, with uh, it was one of those crew neck sweaters, uh, very old school, in like a very faded blue, uh, with a with a picture of dogs. Uh, chasing after ducks. It was very clearly like a hunting shirt. Awesome. Uh, And I very nearly bought it for $5, uh, (laughs) thinking I can pull this off ironically or not ironically. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, (laughs) no, I can't. No, I can't. (laughs) No, I can't physically in the sense that I can't wear this shirt and make it look good. Also, (laughs) uh, no one would care. Like I'm at I'm I'm at the age and physical stature now where irony doesn't play anymore. Mm, mm, you know, it's it doesn't starting, play. It's starting to get to the point where people will be like, "Ugh!" Like, oh, that's bad, huh? <laughs> this guy just has shit taste, right? Right. This irony guy... turns into shit taste real fast, real easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well. So uh, what's this movie? Yeah. Doing? Hey guys, we're <laughs> folks. I'm very excited. You've all been clamoring for it, and, sure. you know, and, and it's so hot right now, um, this movie. It's it's all over the, the place and the time. Uh, we're definitely ahead of the curve, and the only ones talking about this for sure, ladies and gentlemen, we are discussing the 2001 Academy Award winning film, Shrek. 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 Yep. <sighs> which has been a meme for a few years now, yeah. so we're definitely behind on that. But I would say 17 years. Yeah, yeah, like, I'd say honestly. we're about 17 years behind. <laughs> yeah. This movie, yeah, that's true. This movie kind of was its own meme yeah. at the start. Yeah, because almost every one of its jokes is just parody and reiteration of some yes. other kind of thing that's already been done. That's true. I don't know. Like, there's a, there's a significant number of Donkey's lines that are just him quoting songs. Yeah, or the, his other movies. <laughs> Like, there's a couple nutty professor quotes in this movie. And I was like, excuse me, writers of Shrek? Do you, what? Pardon? Excuse me, writers of Shrek. (laughs) Um, uh, That's a very good point. Uh, I would also uh, like to say, though, but the other reason we chose it, besides the fact that, why, how could we not? So good. Is that um, it uh, was recently announced that there will be a Shrek reboot made by illumination studios the folks behind despicable me and the minions um so you know irony is dead uh and love is a lie so but shrek is not alive or dead shrek is truth shrek is alive (laughs) shrek is alive (laughs) Um, oh man this fucking movie is so weird it really is uh i didn't i I said a couple things to my coworkers today that I think still apply hours later. Uh, I, I finished the movie this morning and I went to work and I, I just asked people like, how recently have you seen Shrek? <laughs> Cause a lot of my coworkers, they love, have the you memes, heard the you word? Yeah, right. <laughs> have you heard you the have good word about, do you have a minute to talk <laughs> about Shrek? <laughs> uh, and it's just very strange. I, uh, I didn't laugh. Hardly at all. 
No. I actually didn't. I, no. I, this movie got no laughs from no, me. No, actually, Bon and I talked about this too. Uh, oh, by the way, I meant to say up front. Uh, our all all right. other good friend and co-host, Mr. Matthew Bon, unavailable tonight. He, he's not feeling well. We hope he gets better soon so we can have him on for the next episode. But, uh, you know, we're all sending him our uh, healing vibes because that's a real thing and medically <laughs> proven. Yeah. Uh, I mailed take, him a bag of crystals. Take that, atheist. <laughs> Ch- checkmate. <laughs> checkmate, atheist. Checkmate, it's atheist a is thing. a real good, fun thing to say every time sure anything is. happens. Shrekmate, atheist. Shrekmate. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this this oh, this the, the name Shrek puns Shrek is the perfect name Shrek to make atheist <laughs> can we please make that a t-shirt absolutely like we haven't got a t-shirt design because obviously no one wants one but if we <laughs> ever make t-shirts the first one I want to make is Shrek, Shrek made atheist because that's so good yeah it's certainly not bad oh, that I'm gonna write I'm gonna get that tattooed um, might as well so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, yes. Unfortunately, Bond won't be here tonight. It'll just be David and I. But you know, we're we're he's here with us in spirit. And he and I talked about uh, this movie over the weekend, and because uh, we had both watched it, and um, <laughs> uh, we talked about uh, how he uh, he said he didn't laugh one time, much right. like you just yeah. said. Nothing. And I said I I counted and I wrote down the one joke in the movie that I thought was actually funny. And it's so quick, and it's not a verbal joke, but it's the rope line bit. When they're coming up Uh, to uh the kingdom, and there's that guy in that weird Farquaad costume, and then he sees the ogre, and he starts running, and he has to run. He runs through the rope line Uh back and forth, and there's no music. There's no, like, other sound. And it was like, that's fun. It's very eerie. (laughs) It's very, very, yeah. it it was a very simple visual gag Mm -hmm. that I was like, you know what? But it is funny. It's funny. I'll give them credit for it. It's funny. I didn't laugh, but it is funny. Yeah, it's a small There are a couple of jokes that I'm like, okay, sure. I was like, okay, that's a a good, that's a good bit. Right. Um, But- yeah, other than that, man, oh boy, this movie is Woof. all sorts of things going on. But before we get too deep into how much we love Shrek, yeah. how about we talk about it in a different context? Yeah, let's do it. Thank you. That was like the only time we've ever had a genuine transition into the context. <laughs> Every other time it's just been like, well, we should probably stop well, talking and get, uh, to the, do a context. get to the show. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, Shrek made atheist. One of these characters is imagining the whole thing. Who is it? Okay, Donkey. one of these characters is imagining... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you go ahead, get a clean take. One of these characters is imagining the whole thing. Who is donkey. it? Donkey. <laughs> it's Donkey. It's absolutely Donkey. Yeah, it does definitely feel like Donkey, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, the reason I say Donkey, of course, is because he is really annoying. <laughs> Like there, the the uh, change of heart that Shrek has with Donkey is completely implausible to me, and happens on a dime. It's it's like I hate you, Donkey. I hate you, Donkey. I hate you, Donkey. All of a sudden, I'm like talking to you like a friend, and like we're buds, and we're I hear I'm gonna help you cross this river, and I'm bringing you with for this whole thing for some stupid reason. Like so many of Shrek's motivations don't make sense, but the one to befriend Donkey ever makes the least sense. Yeah, I'd say I that's, just don't that's, get it. That's right up there for sure. I just don't get it. Um, maybe, yeah. So, so when when do you think? Because he comes in when he's being uh, taken to mm-hmm. uh, the Farquaad's people to be yeah. put in a cage, and 
put to death or just banished? Or, uh, banished. They're okay. all being they're uh, all being sent uh, to the banished swamp. to the swamp. Yes, but exactly. the thing is, okay. So here's what's weird. So Farquaad has the deed to Shrek's swamp. Yeah, which means that it's within the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So banishing the fairy tale creatures would mean kicking them out of the kingdom. Right. It's more like a gulag. Yeah, it's and more less like, like putting them in like it's more yeah. like putting them in a concentration camp. Yeah, no, it camp, definitely is. <laughs> which is super dark. Oh yeah. Um yeah, it's ghettoizing these mm-hmm. these fairy tale creatures. Yep. Um and then making the people that he's disenfranchised do the work so that they can get something back. Like it's dark. Yeah. But that's not this context. <laughs> well, okay, no, that's fair. That's We're fair. talking about that's socioeconomics. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's fair. But that is a good point, and I thought about that too. Well, yeah, because like, okay, whatever. Uh <laughs> the logistics of this movie are all over the goddamn yeah, place. So forgive us if we trip over ourselves yeah. trying to figure out exactly oh, why I took, I took is notes what is I have happening. so many things to talk about <laughs> that we're probably not even going to be able to get to all of it. But um so would it have been when he gets the maybe I, as he's in line because yeah he, i think it's he's, as he's in line he's being brought up yeah. and then he he gets that fairy mm-hmm. dust sprinkled on him and he starts mm-hmm. to fly now so, he gets taken to jail at that point yeah he falls and he gets taken to jail but what he imagines in jail is that he got away and he found his new best friend shrek and he and shrek go on these adventures and he falls in love with the dragon and like just a lot, a lot yeah. of stuff that is very well, pro donkey. Falls in the, love with well, the dragon. Okay, okay ends here's up the thing. with a dragon. He, maybe gets, he gets. Uh, I, here's the note. Here's by the a note dragon? I wrote about their little moment. Was uh, <laughs> here. Let me. The word for word was uh, not enough kids movies tackle the inherent comedy of interspecies sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> because that's no, basically it's incredibly what that is. inappropriate. It's deeply unwanted. Uh, yep. sexual advancements from yep. a, a, a dragon towards donkey mm-hmm. that he just succumbs to basically yeah. he just yeah, gives in and i think that that has something to do with it too like that's unbelievable as well there's no way a dragon is like Rah, oh wait this donkey gave me a compliment yeah oh he's sexy now like yeah. the donkey wants to imagine I, i'm gonna call him from now on you know what he's the donkey He's okay. not donkey. Oh, he's, he's just donkey. a donkey. Well, okay, so if it was a donkey or yeah. the donkey. Well, it's the donkey of Shrek, but he just is a, don- a donkey. There might be other donkeys. You don't know. That's true, but he, he's just they one. do remark on the fact that he's a talking donkey. Yeah, that's true. So that is uh, presumably yeah. a remarkable trait. <gasps> what if he isn't even a talking that's donkey? That's actually what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, what if it's pre- I uh, think it. I think. I think the it, lady was just bringing him to try to do that a ventriloquism yeah. bit the whole time. That's good. I think a darker version of this is: wouldn't it be funny? Not funny. But what <laughs> if donkey is an intelligent donkey capable of understanding human speech <laughs> and like perfect sentience? He gets it, but yeah. he's a donkey. But he's and donkeys donkey. don't have the donkey. Don't have <laughs> don't have the physical capabilities of human speech. So he can't actually talk but he can understand everything that's happening around him as as a human oh, would yeah that would be it's pretty sad. dark yeah it's pretty be dark. very dark and that's why he would imagine this adventure where he can talk and can be the hero in a lot of ways yeah uh, he, he yeah. does kind of yeah. save the day a couple yeah. times yeah which is you know he's an unlikely hero and that's great but that's i could definitely imagine this movie taking place in the donkey yeah imagination the donkey the donkey yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why is that funny I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who do you think, Christian? Well, I was going to say, um, I was going to say the dragon. Ooh. 
Okay. Okay. Um, because huh. the dragon, that's got to be a boring ass existence. Just yeah. hanging out in this castle, waiting for dudes to come so you can eat murder them, them and yeah, eat them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then all to keep someone that you presumably don't give a shit about. Because it's not like they have a relationship like Fiona and the dragon. Even though, No, no, they're not chilling. Even though they've been in the same building for however many- And clearly the dragon isn't just a force of destruction. Right. If it's the dragon, a little weird. If the dragon is capable of falling in love with Donkey yeah. and being a good Understanding you know, a hero, the speech of Donkey. Yes, that too. Then presumably at some point in the entire time that Fiona's been in this mm-hmm. castle, they would have had a conversation. Yeah. Or sh- Fiona, she would have heard Fiona talking or whistling mm-hmm. or singing or any of the dumb shit. Right, that happens yeah. but no, no it's it's literally just this dragon whose existence appears to be completely superfluous <laughs> it has to be the most yeah. boring way to live yeah so why not you know imagine an adventure mm-hmm. like you keep defeating every person who comes and 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 fights you for fiona yeah. wouldn't it be fun to think of you don't want to lose you don't want to lose right. what you want is you want you want somebody to come along who you don't want to kill and doesn't want to kill you. Yeah, because you're bored of that. Because you're so bored yeah. of the fighting. You just want to be able to like fall in love. Mm. So like you know how we play Dungeons and Dragons. So this is Towers and Ogres for dragons. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's like a dragon's version of yeah. Yeah, but where <laughs> she's the DM and every player. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I was like, oh, well, she she like escapes into fantasy like we do with Dungeons and Dragons, but it can't be Dungeons and Dragons. Yep, 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 she's yep. a dragon. Yeah, Sorry. Fiona is another option um, mm, because she has mm, that knowledge mm-hmm. of all the, the sort of fairy tale storybook yeah, storytelling, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which is how the movie opens. Right. So it's not, and, and she knows she turns into an ogre every night. So maybe she's mm-hmm. thinking like, wouldn't it be great if, you know, there was an ogre who would just get it. Would just get it. Who would just get it. Who could who just could get just it. Who could just fucking get it. Who could just fucking get it. Um, uh, and Shrek can get it. Shrek can get it. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Oh, Shrek, Wait. he fucks. <laughs> um, <sighs> God. The opening <laughs> sequence of this movie, by the way, I have a million thoughts on just the opening credits. Okay. Because... Uh, first off, he reads a storybook and then he, yep. he rips off a page mm-hmm. and clearly he's using it to wipe yep. his ass. Mm-hmm. Then he opens the he some body and kicks open the <laughs> fucking door, open. Yep. which is great. So good. The best musical cue in the movie. It honestly is very is, good. Uh, and then um, he steps out and he kicked, he's got a piece of the storybook stuck to his shoe. Yeah. And I've heard of the whole like toilet paper, toilet paper stuck to the shoe, shoe thing. It's like a classic mm-hmm. bit. I was unaware that the the reason it was stuck to you is because it has your shit on it. Because how many pages did he tear out? Yeah, maybe that's from a, the, a past toilet excursion, <laughs> and he tears a page out every time. But like you're using the page, you're not going to be tearing out like fifteen pages that's true. at He's a time. He's very strong. You see those fingers; they're very thick. <laughs> I'm just like, like you're tearing out arms. one page to wipe your ass with, and then if yeah. you need to tear out another one, you tear out another one. You don't yeah. tear out enough that there would be one just laying loose on the ground for you to step on and yeah. get stuck to I your mean, shoe. I don't, but I also don't pull out my earwax to make candles. Oh God, that whole. Actually, the other thing I wanted to say about that sequence <laughs> is that it's basically it reminded me of the opening credits of Dexter, but like a gross, <laughs> but gr- gross, like an even grosser <laughs> yeah. version. Yeah, it's like him going about his daily routine, but in the most mm-hmm. fucked up but way it's possible. So nasty. Yeah. So I think what you've just said is that Shrek is actually a really good candidate for it all happening in his head. Um, 
Because he is the one that fills his head with nonsense at the beginning of the book. That's true. Um, Shrek and Fiona kind of have the same argument because they are both very aware of fairy tales. They are just on the opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of believing in them and thinking that they are garbage. Mm. Uh, so or, either of them could could have extrapolated this thing. Yeah. Here's, a, here's a thought, though. What about how late into the movie can we say it happens in their own head? <laughs> like how much of the movie can happen before the movie is happening in their own head? Do you have like a very late candidate? Uh, not super late, but the point where uh, like Fiona goes to bed and then overhears Shrek and Donkey's conversation about how everybody judges Shrek right away and maybe they shouldn't. Even though, like, she knows she's an ogre and she shouldn't be judging him. Asshole. Anyway, whatever. Um, fair point. Fair point. Thank you. <laughs> that, she doesn't hear that. She sleeps through it. And the reality of the situation is that they just bring her back to Farquaad and that's fine. But Shrek makes up that she heard it. And he, when he goes to sleep that night, he dreams the rest of the movie where she wakes up and she is also an ogre and understands his plight and they start playfully getting along. That's true because that doesn't come up until after. Well, right. no, that's not true. They do kind of hint at it earlier than that. But when when oh, the really? mirror is like, oh, I didn't tell you what happens after. Oh, no, that's true. I yeah. guess that's but, a good point. But, but that could still just be like that could be something a different else thing. Too, yeah. yeah, we, we but, could explain that away. But we could, uh, you know, it could still be Shrek because mm -hmm. Um, if we're if we're presuming that this is all happening in his imagination, yep. then you have to consider that it's based on his self-conception. And clearly mm. his conception of himself is informed a lot by society's rules. Yes. And so there's that part of him, of course, the layers that he talks about. There's the part <laughs> of him that really doesn't want to be perceived that way. Uh, but then there's another part of him that puts fucking eyeballs in his martinis there yeah. were multiple just loose old eyeballs on his right. in a jar dinner table in a jar that the mice knocked over yeah there's a fucking jar of eyeballs on it so table. is he actually a monster like is See, he that's actually killing yeah. people i think that's an interesting question about this movie that we probably don't have the scope to answer no but i think i think there's a part of this movie that asks is you know like how much of Shrek is himself and how much did we make him into the monster? Right. There's, there's a real chicken and egg scenario here. Um, real but, Shrek and an egg situation. Oh, Shrek and an egg is so good. Um, I think I think it's entirely possible that him reading the storybook at the beginning triggers this sort of like thought spiral, basically, mm. wherein throughout the story, he's competing in his own self-perception as a monster and as someone who's not a monster and wishes people would stop saying he is. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. Like, that's why he he does that, like, whole big wrestling fight uh, and yeah. becomes, like, the champion of the people <laughs> and is, like, getting people to cheer him <laughs> on and all that shit. That's so weird. Just so weird. It's really weird. Also sparked an entire video game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I yeah. Forgot. That's real. Yeah, man. The 2000s were a weird fucking time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. The future. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That you, uh, kids these days will never know. <laughs> you know that somebody who was uh, born when this movie came out is 17 now. Nice. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. People were, and you know, That's people wild. who were born in the 60s are in the 60s now. People mm. who were born in the 50s, in their 50s. Oh, weird. Yeah. It's funny how time works. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, so funny. I, I honestly, so funny how so works. funny. Ha 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 time. I like Shrek the most of any movie. I like Shrek the most. <laughs> I was just gonna say, 
I like Shrek as a candidate for this context the most. Yeah. I think. Even though I really, I came in like a Shrekking ball with that donkey. God um, damn it. I, uh, <laughs> I think I like Shrek the most in terms of who works because I think it's the most complicated. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm so sorry. you can't be sorry <laughs> after doing sorry. something like that. No, I'm lying. I know I'm you're not. Sorry. <laughs> I'm very proud. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Also, yeah. I pictured Shrek naked on a wrecking ball, and that's I, pretty nice. Yeah. Well, that's pretty nice. Like I said, Shrek fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I would say that he's probably a strong... Can- I, I mean, you know, look, with a fairy tale movie like this, there's that's a lot of anyone. options. Yeah. Because, you know, the imagination does does wild stuff. And, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I think the only main character that I could not perceive it being is Farquaad. That's what I was thinking too. It it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work out for him no. at all. He gets eaten by a dragon. Well, a lot of his story doesn't make That's any also true. fucking it's, sense. It's all just like shitting on him or dumb and weird. Yeah. So like he's out. He Here's a question that's to... not related to the context, and I I promise we will move on to another context <laughs> after this. Okay, I'm ready. Why? When Farquaad is given a choice of three women to pursue in a in a dating sh- uh, dating show style game, yes, which is fucked up in a number of ways that oh, yeah. we might get into later. But I'll just skip to the the story part that confuses me. Why, when presented with three options of princesses to woo and marry as quickly as possible so that he can become the king, yeah. does he choose the absolute most difficult one? There's one who is literally asleep, and he just has to go up and kiss yeah, her, that's and it. that's it. That's it. And then there's another one who it's like she he she just could just like get away from her, sisters. her i guess yeah. like she's just available right now she's and just there's a... not an obstacle exactly there's like, no fucking what? obstacles it's like I'll, t- I'll tell you why christian why is that it's because lord farquaad's best friend and probably lover i'm just gonna throw it out there is that one masked executioner guy <laughs> that says three my lord pick three but he holds up two fingers like that's the funny joke he trusts that person more than anyone in the world wow and he said three so you got to pick three. Yeah. You got to, you know, you, you, you put a circle of trust around yourself. Yeah. You know, you get the best, you get people, you get the best people, the best, people. the best people to, to be your advisors and you follow <laughs> their advice. Yeah. And obviously it worked out. It did. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do another context. Westworld. This movie is a theme park. What's the theme? Who's a robot and who's real? Oh yes, Westworld. This oh, movie's a theme park. No. What's the theme? Who's a robot? Who's real? Okay. Whew. This one is actually Oh my Okay, God. so here's the thing. Okay. There already are Shrek related theme park attractions. Yes. Attractions. And I can tell you from when I told someone, a friend of ours that we were watching Shrek, he said, mm-hmm. Oh, I went to the Shrek ride at Universal Studios and it was the worst ride I've ever been on. He said it's <laughs> threadbare, it's super cheap, super lame, and also takes place in Farquaad's dungeon and is mostly about torture. And they say what? torture uh, conservatively 30,000 times, he said. there's like They just <laughs> constantly are joking about torture. And his wife, who was with him, works as a social worker uh, for victims of torture. Like, good god yeah um Whew. and 
So stuff so, was not cool. Right. Nice job, Universal Studios. Good job, Shrek. This was like last year, too. This is not like the an hell? old thing. That's weird. Super weird. That's weird. I've never been there, but, you know, sounds fun. Now I think I might go. Which sucks, especially because that's where the good Harry Potter theme park is. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm more a fan of bad Harry Potter. <laughs> when he gets like that leather jacket and he rides that motorcycle, I love that. From Harry Potter 3 when he dyes his yeah. hair black and starts <laughs> dancing to jazz music. Yep. Yeah. I love it when Harry Potter swings around New York. It's so good. So good. So yeah. good. And in the video games, they don't, you know, the best Harry Potter mm-hmm. video games are the ones where they get this, the web swinging, right? Absolutely. Uh, that's so true. So true. You know, I... Andrew Garfield wasn't a very good Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I thought Andrew Garfield was fine. I just thought yeah. the, the the Harry Potter movies themselves were so poorly <laughs> written when Andrew Garfield was playing Harry Potter. The new Harry Potter, yeah, though, true. that yeah, new the, kid. The other reboot of Harry Potter. Yeah, Tom Holland yeah. is killing it. Yeah, as he, the new he's Harry a great Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Only two of the three Harry Potters are British and not the original mm-hmm. one, Tobey yeah, Maguire. True. Yeah, take that, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, take that, J.K. So, so we're here to talk about Westworld. <laughs> Let me talk to you about Westworld. What is so explain do you have a minute, this context? Do you have a minute to do you have a minute to talk about Westworld? So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the show Westworld, uh, yeah. Westworld is a show set in a fictional theme park in the Old West in which it is meticulously built with uh robots that have AI that look and feel and act human. Uh, so it is a totally immersive experience where you can live in the Wild West for however much and it's mostly for rich mm-hmm. very rich clients right. yep. to go and you do whatever they want um for as long as they want and then leave basically right <clears throat> but um so in but because of that the robots themselves are unaware that they are robots they in order to act more human believe that they're human beings living in this time period uh and so if there were a Shrek style Westworld, Shrek World, um, yep. there would be there would have to be robots, uh, and also people who are in like in the costumes acting out the parts who know that they're people with robots. Now, mm. the concept of this context is that this movie is the story of someone at the Westworld right. style theme park. Right. Which means there are characters in this movie who are robots and there are characters in this movie who are just <laughs> on vacation <laughs> and going through uh, this scenario. So my first immediate answer is everybody, like basically every one of Farquaad's subjects. Oh, actually, I don't know. I was thinking for a second that they would be on vacation. Oh, it could be. Because like they're just sort of asked to mill around uh, to be passive in all ways and not get hurt, but also not really act in any way. Or like when they all come together at the end, that's just the theme park being like, we have to get every everybody in one place so that we can have this cool climactic scene because there are artistic designers behind the scenes like trying to make a narrative work. And, you know, I'm sure that would be happening if if Westworld, if Shrek World was a was a show. So I'm not actually sure. I think so. Yeah. Here, here's the the two most interesting ones to me are Shrek mm-hmm. and Donkey. Yeah. So my my 
first fun conceit is that Shrek is the human and then Donkey is an NPC, like a mm-hmm. robot who like comes up robot. and is really fucking annoying and won't leave him alone. So he that just has to sense. live with it, yeah. which is why he keeps Donkey around yeah. because Donkey just won't leave him alone. <laughs> he literally won't. And leave. also when yeah. he goes and rescues Fiona, she's like not, she's pretty, but she's not to his tastes. Uh, <laughs> and she transforms at night unbeknownst to him because the park realizes that that's what he wants oh my god that's good and they're like okay well we got to cater to our clients to keep them happy and so like because that is a real weird coincidence yeah it's not that she transforms into something nasty it's that she transforms into the exact nasty thing that he gets nasty for yeah it's it's not just his taste but it's his species like it's it's coincidentally the thing that he Mm -hmm. is she also is but only sometimes yeah um that's pretty westworld actually yeah that is (laughs) that is a very westworld thing the other one that i like is donkey being a human (laughs) in a donkey suit uh one because that visual is amazing also because i like the idea because donkey feels like he's from another planet like he feels like he's coming out of a completely different world he doesn't belong even in this world with a pretty vast and zany cast of characters he's the only one who's like singing modern popular songs Uh, modern is a stretch most of them were from like the 50s 60s and 70s But, um, but he acknowledges popular culture. <laughs> Nobody yeah, else does. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone else is like living in that culture, but uh, mm-hmm. he seems to be, the, he's the Deadpool of the movie. He's commenting <laughs> he is, on yes. the, the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's the one who does the whole musical thing at the beginning. By the way, this movie has so many musical montages. Yeah, it's weird. This I, Is it an aughts thing? I was thinking yeah. about this. I feel like a lot of, a lot of movies, mm-hmm. especially kids movies from this decade, were very heavy on musical montages. Yeah. And you don't see it as much anymore. You might see one or two, but this movie had like five or six. Yeah. And some of the song choices were very strange. <laughs> Their use of Hallelujah makes no sense. Nope. It actually doesn't. Bon and I it's were talking, kind yeah. of sad sounding. That's exactly. A, that's as far but as like, it goes. Other than that, it doesn't fit <laughs> yeah, at all. No. And also of the versions of, of Hallelujah, yeah. no offense to the dead, Why? but the Leonard Cohen version is not the best one. No. I'm sorry. He wrote the song, but he did not make the yeah. best version of that song. No. You know, it, it, it's... It's very weird for a kid's movie. There are a few songs in this movie that I'm like, I don't understand why this is here. But anyway, sorry. Isn't that a Rufus Wainwright version? Oh, is it? I thought it was Leonard Cohen. Because Leonard Cohen's is a little bit more electronic. No, I think you're thinking of John Cale's. Oh, there are so many. There Good are. God. There are. Well, let's let's find out right now. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> um, but real. But uh, do you have any thoughts on this context while I'm doing that? I do. I do have some thoughts on this context. Okay, cool. I think Donkey as a human is really interesting and a little bit more compelling. Shrek as a human makes perfect sense because they're the protagonist. They're the one that gets to do all the exciting fights and stuff. Like, of course, Shrek as a human makes sense because the scene of... When we did this context for uh, for Face Off, we we had to think about all of the most entertaining scenes to be a part of. Sure. And I think that that's was like, useful. It was like an action yeah. movie theme park. Yeah. And so like in this context, I feel like if you're if you're talking about what would be fun to do in Shrek or what would you want to do as a protagonist, fighting all those guards in that wrestling ring would be pretty cool. Going up into that tower, solving the puzzle of like where is the princess and like all that stuff. You're literally in a fairy tale rescuing a princess. Like yeah. that's that's pretty fun. But there's a twist. You 
live in a swamp (laughs) (laughs) like everybody wants when they pay a lot of money the reason i think donkey is more interesting go ahead sorry okay so this is super confusing Mm -hmm. so john it's according to wikipedia john kale's version was the one used in the movie but the soundtrack had rufus wainwright's version on it okay which is that makes more sense actually yeah but i know it's not the leonard cohen version because that was used in Watchmen during the sex scene that is and it is a very different it is literally the single worst song choice for a sex scene and that's not to say like i actually knew a couple in college who we would talk about we were talking about sad music and i brought up hallelujah mm-hmm. and they said that they found the jeff buckley hallelujah to be very erotic honestly it is though it is jeff buckley as a performer is well, very erotic. yes of that's course. the reason he was a, he was a very smooth sexy little boy yeah <laughs> I'll cut as that. we always said uh, <laughs> i should probably cut that huh um no no he was very smooth he was very smooth he was very smooth but um i don't know it doesn't fit in this movie at all no, it doesn't. Okay, sorry. So, so donkey. The donkey. I I think donkey is fun. One for a joke reason, which is I love the idea of a rich person, like a supremely rich person, being like, okay, what do you got? Theme parks, and the theme park is like, well, you could be a robot in the wild west. You could be an astronaut in space and fight aliens. You could be a donkey. And they're like, that one. <laughs> That's the fucking well, one no, for no, me. Not even just that. Not even just that. It's like you can go to this fairy tale kingdom where there's right. there's you oh, know yeah, all the true. all the storybook yeah. creatures. You could be anyone. Anyone. Donkey. I want to be a talking donkey. I'm a talking goddamn donkey. I want to be the donkey. And I also like to think that it is Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy <laughs> on vacation, wanted to go to a fairy tale kingdom, yep. and he's like, yeah, I'll be a talking yep. donkey. That sounds fun to me. Here's the other reason that I actually find it very compelling. Donkey's behavior. Donkey's behavior is a lot like guests in Westworld. Guest worlds. Um, I don't think that's their name. In the way that he tries to basically annoy the hell out of everybody that he comes into contact with. Which is similar to the people that like shoot everyone in Grand Theft Auto. Or yep. like, oh, I'm just going to poke at this world to see when it breaks. Like He's kind of doing that with yeah. Shrek. Like he kind of is. He's being a real dick, and he gets he gets hit on so hard by the dragon mm-hmm. that he's like, he's like scared of it because it's a dragon and it's very big and scary. But then mm-hmm. he's like, but it's also not real. And then he's like, right. but then he's like, but I'm not attracted to this dragon. But then the dragon is persistent, and he's like, ah, it's vacation. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> it's vacation. I'm on vacation. Let's <laughs> that, let's fuck a yeah, dragon. Why not? That also makes sense for why the dragon wouldn't actually be able to eat him. Like it yes. stops short. Oh my and then god, the programmers you're right. are like, okay, what do we do with this? Oh, maybe it's attracted to him. That's a super <laughs> Which, good point. Like, like he's never really in any mortal danger. Like no, he, he comes close a couple times, but yeah. only close enough to be like thrilling to someone who's in a theme park, Absolutely. not yeah. enough to actually die. And as we know, Shrek as a movie is completely 100% scientifically sound. And the, the point at which Shrek is throwing him up in the air to see through that window, and then he comes back down, he falls from like three stories up. That donkey dies. Yeah, it's a dead donkey. But he's a fine donkey because he's... Because he's human, he's, he's not, human he's in Westworld. Yep. Yeah, that's the only explanation. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. movie is not a cartoon. It is so realistic. <laughs> that's the only part of this movie which, where somebody would have died. Which means that if it is real, then visually we can tell it's not mud. It is shit. It is shit. It yeah. Is shit. Well, that's one of the features of the this it's, fairy you tale. Just get to kingdom. wallow in shit. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, I think Donkey's the human, and he's just sort of bouncing around throughout this narrative yeah. that the writers have, like almost everybody else in the story is a robot, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Well, yeah. so here's my question. You, say you're going to this theme park. You're going yeah. to Shrek World. I'm going. What do you, who do you want to be? What do you want to do? Oh, like, so if David- I'm do saying I, you. Have I seen the movie Shrek? Uh, that's a good question. Let's say no. Let's say it's just fairy tale. Let's say world. like yeah, just just think okay. of the setting of yeah, this movie, okay. and you're given options of like things you can do, people you can be, and where you can go. Mm-hmm. What, where do you want to be? What kind of person? Yeah. Do you want to be? I mean, quest sounds good. You yeah, know? like that's what I'm gonna go for, and that's why Shrek makes a lot of sense because sure. it's like I would fill right in on I want to go on a quest. And then the game feeds me a reason to go on a quest, but it's not the one I think. It's actually that I live in a swamp and that somebody's taking my swamp. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. Farquaad is like the man in black, though, right? Like he's oh. basically conquered the kingdom at this point because he's like the richest person ever, and he spends mm-hmm. all of his time at this park, and so he knows everything about it. Yep. And he wants something different. He wants he wants to be the yeah. king. It's something he's never been able to do before. And so the the park gives him the option of three princesses, three quests that he can complete to become the king. But he doesn't feel like doing it himself. He doesn't actually want to do it because he's rich as fuck, and yeah, he doesn't he's want to. So huh. he hires he hires somebody else. to So do the it. mirror represents the park in yeah. this scenario. It's kind of like the it's maybe the he even Hopkins. has the a window that's a mirror yeah. that he talks through to Anthony Hopkins on the other side. <laughs> if only the mirror were voiced by Anthony Hopkins, oh, this would make this metaphor that, perfect. It would also make this movie perfect. You're right. The only thing that was the thing that was missing. missing. You're absolutely right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that I mean, I would definitely pick that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, if I were yeah. in Shrek. And so then I like the idea that he accidentally picks a real person that he thinks is a robot to do this quest. And then because ah. it's a real person, that person gets what they want nice. and he nice. doesn't. That's a good plot for the movie about Shrek's world. Or yeah. Whatever you're Shre- calling Shrek worlds, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, that's actually really good. The man in black, Farquaad, picks shrek thinking oh this robot will go do it that'll yeah. be fun and then that person becomes the protagonist of the movie essentially and yeah. takes what was the man in what the man in black rightfully thought was his and was like no it's mine yeah me the innocent I want a, swamp I want a fairy tale wedding yeah like literally right huh that's kind of fun yeah hey nice job hey thanks that's good okay but i'm sorry i kind of i think i i feel like i interrupted your what would you be doing in a shrek world oh no i i would just do what shrek does you would just be yeah yeah okay i I mean i don't i don't think i would request ogre (laughs) i don't think i would be like (laughs) hey i'd like to be a nasty ass (laughs) sick boy in a shed in a swamp yeah that's my dream it's kind of like those asymmetrical multiplayer games where you you're a monster and everyone else has to fight you yeah that could be fun uh, yeah you can be like i'm a monster who lives in a swamp and Mm -hmm. people are like scared of me i want to play tower defense against all these people trying to invade my but for real is the thing is it would be like life-size tower defense in a swamp i could see someone choosing that if they just sort of wanted to like do a lot of killing yeah which yes. is part of the motivation He's got the to fucking jar of, of eyeballs yeah so. he does do a lot of killing yeah yeah, yeah. or maybe like hey i want to eat eyeballs yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a request maybe? a rich person makes why I don't not know. did why you know not? that uh, a lab in britain uh, about 10 years ago invented a synthetic meat that apparently mimics the flavor of human flesh 
so that they could sell it to rich people so they could know what eating people <laughs> tastes like. So I don't, clearly we have established there is demand. For it's a thing <laughs> that someone wanted and someone wow. made it. I don't know. There we go. Yeah, I don't think I have much more to say about Shrek's world. <laughs> no, but it would be an interesting theme park if you had the money for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Honestly, the setting of this movie is actually kind of, it, it's stereotypical, yeah. but it's decently but that's vivid and decently it. fleshed out. Yeah. I think much like Westworld, it being the sort of like genre piece, like it's yeah. it's like a Western is a very defined sort of thing, mm-hmm. and a fairy tale thing is a very defined sort of thing. And, and having it be people making jokes about fairy tales makes a lot of sense when yeah, you consider it's it people who are in a right. fantasy world on vacation just fucking around. Yep. Um, yeah, it totally does. Huh. No oh, man. Cool. What a weird what a weird park. <laughs> I I'd go there. I if would. I had the money. Yeah. And nothing else to do. I would do so many things if I had that money. Oh god, the robot uprising at Shrek World though would be so fucked up. <laughs> that would get dark. That would get very dark very quickly. All right. I think one more. Last one. One more context. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. Feminist theory. Yes. Feminist theory. This good is important okay <laughs> this movie has problems all, all over the goddamn place well that's true just like period yes but also in this context it does so this brings me back to my this will allow me to talk about that other thing i was talking about with the mirror yeah oh yeah so i think i think the mirror so farquad talks to the mirror and he says i you know need Oh, is this the most perfect kingdom? It's a dumb bit. Yeah. Um. Also, it's a yeah, bit. It really is. It's a bit that some people on the internet use to justify the Mandela effect. Are you familiar with this? No. The Mandela effect is the is the online conspiracy theory that there are multiple universes that are um sliding into our universe and changing our past. Right. Uh, in ways that you know we that only some of us can detect okay uh that's where the whole berenstein berenstein mm-hmm. bears right, 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 came right. from yeah. oscar mayer oscar meyer that mm-hmm. kind of thing one of them is the fact that in uh snow white and the seven dwarves she actually says magic mirror on the wall um and they're like but it's mirror mirror see and they show this uh, there's a video where someone is like <laughs> complaining about that and they showed this clip from shrek where he talks <laughs> to the mirror not uh, neglecting the fact that it's like the second before he calls it the magic mirror yeah. like directly anyway <laughs> i just think that's f- fucking that so is, funny that is it's funny really dumb i don't know i'm kind of sold oh damn i yeah. shouldn't have brought it up yeah well it's too late you know i'm impressionable you can't <sighs> wield true. these things around that's you. true you're just an impressionable little dave yeah that's uh, i believe everything i hear <laughs> and everything i eat um <laughs> what i believe it makes sense. Um, so he asks the magic mirror, and the magic mirror is like, "Here's you have to be, you have to marry a princess to be the king." Right. And if it just stopped there, fine. Because then mean, it's, it's still like then fucked it's, up marriage practices. It's still fucked up, but it's also at that point stuff. then it's then it's Farquaad's decision as to how to react to yeah, that information. That's true. Right, right. But now the mirror then puts on a dating game style sh- mm-hmm. showcase of three women that he describes in the abstract or Farquaad to rescue. Right. Now, here's the problem. Ready. First off, all three of them damsels in distress. So sure. right there off the out of the gate, you've got the main quest that this person is being given is here's three women who mm-hmm. need a man's help. Right. right. That's not great. 
Right. Also, uh, he doesn't say their names, I believe, until the end of their description about them, which is one thing. Mm-hmm. But the way he mm-hmm. does it is it's just like, I don't know. The, the problem with making it a dating game style thing is the dating game mm-hmm. was a show where people would not be able to see three women or men on a panel who they would talk to and ask yeah, them questions. Right, the person would describe right. themselves mm-hmm. or answer questions about themselves and you wouldn't be able to see them and it would be yeah. based on what they're saying about themselves. Mm-hmm. In this, it's a person describing three people to someone else on their Uh behalf and then like like saying like pick them and showing their pictures so the there's Mm -hmm. no anonymity at all yeah um at that point it's not a dating game it's a menu oh yeah it really is like picking off a menu which Mm -hmm. is grotesque right they're not even present to be able to say yes i'd like to participate yep it is the and and I I'm interested because when you first brought this up I was like yeah but like that's that's just a commentary on like it it's sort of an extrapolation of the shitty marriage practices of royalty and I was and then I was like no the mirror is complicit yeah. the mirror is the one that does the bad thing yeah. Farquaad like just listens yeah but but Farquaad is told here is how to make a kingdom and go well, get one of these well women. and it's it, we can accept that Farquaad's a bad person. Yeah, like the movie is pretty clear on the point that Farquaad's mm-hmm. a bad person. It never really yep. calls into question the fact that the mirror is treating these three women who are endangered. Like they're mm-hmm. they're like the way they talk about them is like, oh, it's funny, it's these old fairy tales. Yeah. But think about this for a second. One <laughs> is a a woman being held captive by her <laughs> sisters by her and stepmother, awful by her family, family members. Yeah, her terrible forced family. forced into manual labor, constantly like. like trapped and Mm -hmm. and treated poorly yep uh, forced to live with mice as her (laughs) only companions those mice are cool those mice are cool especially the fat one uh i (laughs) oh uh, joey fatone i (laughs) yeah the fat one um (laughs) that's what i said so i uh (laughs) okay so there's that one then you've got snow white who was cursed into a, a coma Mm-hmm. And can only be woken up by a kiss, which also you have to kiss a sleeping woman in order yeah. to marry He's her. Fine with that. Super he, weird. He loves it. Yeah. Super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a woman who is also trapped, much like Cinderella, not forced to work, but she can't go anywhere because there's a literal fire breathing dragon that will mm-hmm. eat the shit out of her if she tries to leave. Yeah. Um, so that's not cool either. Right. It's not great. Yeah. So here's, here's my question though. Like, the, this is set up, I, I feel like this is not egregious, but definitely not good in terms of the, the sort of plot of this movie. I'm not saying that someone presenting someone else with this is not bad. That is very bad. But the movie itself, I don't know if the movie itself thinks that the magic mirror is doing a good or a bad thing. Or if, like, I don't understand the mirror as a character. And that's the problem with saying that this, as a plot device, I mean, it's definitely a problematic trope and they don't deal with it. They could and they don't. And so no matter what, it's kind of unforgivable. Right. It's it's less of a judgment call on whether the mirror is a good or bad person and more a judgment call on whether the entire conceit of that situation is okay Mm -hmm. and it's not. And it's definitely not. But it's also the villain and like a sort of almost tortured captor of the villain being like, here, I'll give you what you want kind of thing so i'm not sure it's as clear as shrek did this because the movie shrek thinks that this is the way that women and men should interact well but then 
then, then <laughs> yes then our heroes mm-hmm. take on this transactional uh sexual repressed whatever mission to mm-hmm. go and and rescue this woman who then when they find her is very much on board with that being how this is supposed to go. True. She is so deeply ingrained in the traditional gender roles. She's supposed to be swept off her feet by a noble knight who's supposed to kiss her and marry her. And that's her, that's her goal in life. Right. It's the most important thing. Yeah. And, but aren't we supposed to assume that that's her being naive? It could like that's kind of the way the plot goes. It could it, be, but she at, the same at the time, end of the movie, she doesn't choose that thing. No, she does. Does she? At the end of the movie, she kisses and marries Shrek because well, right. it's her true love's whatever to break the curse, and then mm-hmm. just moves. She becomes domesticated. Basically, she doesn't mm-hmm. do yeah. anything. The closest thing this movie has to a feminist moment Mm -hmm. and it's not that close is when she's in that kung fu fight with robin hood's merry men or whatever yeah and that is mostly just played as a joke also by the way not to deviate from the context too much Mm -hmm. i think this might be the first time that one of the movies that we're discussing references one of the other movies we've done Mm. before because she does the matrix kick that's true hey yeah yeah. oh fun that's fun yeah we should call that out more often it doesn't happen a lot that's because i think this might be the only time it's ever happened that's true uh so far i could be wrong interesting but if 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 anyone out there knows of another time Mm -hmm. when we've done that or that a movie's done that you know let us know if we missed it but i don't i don't see here's the thing i'm not actually sure that this, almost everything in this movie is played as a joke. So to be fair, it probably was. It's two things. It's a joke, but the reaction that Shrek and Donkey have is actually pretty good because they're just like, "Hey, that was really cool." Yeah, and but that's it. They're like not a like very oh, surprised wow. kind of way. But they're also they're not like very surprised. That, like the look they yeah. give each other. Come on, they well, don't and, react that way to almost mm-hmm. anything else in the movie. That's true. Yeah, but again, like uh, I don't know. And like, but but and like, and that would be one thing if it turned out like, oh no, she's actually, she's a badass, not just because she fights, and also that's a trope, uh, that's a negative trope mm-hmm. in in mm-hmm. movies that a lot Absolutely. of feminist critics point yep. out is that uh, a lot of times screenwriters, in order to try and be feminist, uh, will have female characters who have very little agency and do very little else, but are very good at fighting. At fighting, exactly. Yeah, um, which and that's is not great. Not great. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, that's not that's not how it works. <laughs> um, <laughs> huh, weird. Not how it works. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Um so yeah, that's not ideal. No. Um then you got then you got the dragon. And that Well that that's the I mean, I think that's the true culprit. I think a lot of the uh Fiona stuff is like I mean I would uh, say I would say there's next good. to nothing about the Fiona stuff that's good. I would yeah, say the, the yeah. only thing vaguely acceptable is that like at the end of the movie she's able to accept herself physically for who she is. Mm-hmm. There is like, a ton of body shaming of her so much which does not i mean it with with shrek he talks about himself like a monster but he never really talks about how ugly he is and how that conflicts with his with himself in any way like it i don't i it's no he doesn't have body image issues no no it uh shrek just sees himself as a monster as scary but that's like kind of part of his identity it's part of what makes him him 
she sees her body which is the same as shrek's body as this like disgusting horrible thing and donkey even says yeah you are pretty ugly yeah in his yes. role as conciliator <laughs> he's like, the one who's supposed what? to be making her feel better it's like no for no <laughs> none no one in this cartoon is ugly they're all fine looking yeah but it is it is a really really nasty scene that's supposed to be sweet but it's kind of horrible yeah because it says to everyone that even looks a little bit like fiona's body in that scene that you are nasty yeah and that is that you're real that you're ugly and the only person who will love you is someone who is as ugly who as, is you as ugly as you yeah, yeah. that Ugh. is super weird it's, it's not terrible. great it's yeah. terrible and like and pretty much i mean farquad's whole deal is he's not basing his quote-unquote love for her on anything but her physical appearance and the vague well, and things that, that she's the a mirror says about her I and guess. she's a princess yeah. she needs to be a princess that's it he needs to be a king that's exactly it and so mm-hmm. and so the movie's almost saying like well but shrek's the one who got to know her and he fell in love with her yeah. so that's what it's about no he's also yeah. like he thinks she looks great as an ogre too so it's like i don't know it's like a shallow hell kind of situation yeah it's tough it, it's really tough because there are in in a different recut trek there are some genuinely interesting like oh okay she is allowed to be masculine in the traditional ways that masculinity exists and that is accepted but only because it's like because shrek is the nastiest mm-hmm. it's not because it's okay for her to actually just do that as a person it's only because he's an ogre Yep. And he's attracted to things that are gross. Yeah. So even though she can burp and Shrek can be like, oh, that's cool. It is the movie putting a stamp on it that says burping is nasty. <laughs> if yes. a woman burps, it is nasty. Yes. It, and only you, an ogre would like yes. a woman that burps. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It's like all of these behaviors are things that ogres would be into, but normal <laughs> people would not. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah. Um, And they, you know, that's... Oh, man. And then the whole sexual harassment with the dragon. Is... Yeah, okay. So you brought that up and then we deviated Yeah, again. no. Well, but, just because there's so much. That, I mean, yeah. Fiona is the major female character of the movie. Mm-hmm. And the only other major female character in the movie is the dragon. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Everyone yep. else is either a man or a, a such a superfluous side character. Which is that pretty it's, rough. They're barely even worth mentioning. That's a strike to begin with. For sure. It's really bad. And the two of them, uh, like... The two of them presumably were locked in that tower forever. And like we said, <laughs> they didn't never even have a conversation. had a conversation. So this movie doesn't even pass the Bechtel test in retrospect. Like it never happened. It, 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 this movie posits a world in which yeah. two women have never talked to each other before. <laughs> like, that's like the worst it can be. <laughs> oh my it's god insane. oh no donkey's mom was a that's a female character donkey's mom you mean his or owner mom <laughs> What? I don't know. I don't the think fuck she's are you his mom. talking about. No, but his owner, like that yeah, person at the beginning. That's not his mom. That's his mom. And also, she's the worst. She's terrible. She's You're right. terrible. Yeah, she sucks. She's abusive. Yeah. So, okay. So, the dragon. Yeah. Is oh. a, one of my least favorite things in modern cinema is the trope of sexual harassment being funny if yes. it's a woman harassing a man. Yes. And this is just like. Exhibit A, like, oh, look how funny it is, and look how all the funny things that Donkey's saying while he's being physically hurt and harassed by this giant thing. But because it's a woman, it has lipstick. It's like played as a gag. There's a yep. there's a scene in Gremlins too that's a lot like oh. this. There's oh, one of the I Gremlins love, that's I love specifically any that starts with. There's a scene in Gremlins <laughs> too that's like this. like that movie is so much fun and it's relentlessly fun. And then they have this. 
this gremlin that's like sexy it's the only like female gremlin but she just like attacks men and like kisses them a lot and it's just like what come on so you didn't have weird. to do this no you made one gremlin a woman and you made her do that like that's the only joke you can think of god come yeah on. that's super yeah, weird. and it's a similar problem here i think and i really i really don't like that the dragon basically takes donkey hostage and yeah. that is the foundation of their relationship well and the reason she does isn't great either it's literally just that he, he compliments, compliments her, her appearance yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. and suddenly she falls for him so hard that yeah. she basically forces him to mm-hmm. love her yep like she's she almost kidnaps him like she wants to yep. keep him in that fucking mm-hmm. tower with her he basically says hey you should smile more and she's like oh cool finally <laughs> you paid attention someone to me. said said the thing that no uh, one ever said to me it's real bad yeah it's so bad yeah oh my god yeah and, I, I actually think this might be the, uh, oh no this is definitely the least feminist movie we've watched it's gotta be up there because like, it does nothing right yeah like it really it does nothing right it's super it could well, and, and, and well, I mean, I guess we did say that like she's like Fiona at the end kind of has a body positive message about herself, although then the movies yeah. again, the it main, kind of subverts it, though. The conceit of that a, yeah. is that she's only attractive to herself and to other people who look like her, mm-hmm. but not to anyone else. Yeah. Well, and she wasn't going to be able to feel that way about herself without um, without the affirmation coming from a man that looked yes, like, that looked that's like true. her and thought she was acceptable. That's true. If he didn't yeah. say that, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's yeah. true. She only feels acceptable about her own body because a man said it was okay. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, so even that like slips out. And I could totally see a rewrite of this movie that is basically the same movie at its soul, but isn't quite as a stomp of all yeah. women in the movie. I, I Yeah, I would say it's probably more sexist than The Lord of the Rings, if only because... Mm. There it's are, actively sexist. It's, yeah, that's right. It's like the Lord of the Rings is mostly just women are treated as afterthoughts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, except for the one who's a romantic interest and the one who's a weird queen who's Kate yeah. Blanchett and is great in everything. <laughs> so good. Um, the, re- the most recurring theme of our show: yeah. that Kate Blanchett is a badass. We love her. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's so fucked up <laughs> this is just, this this context i didn't even honestly think it was that bad until we started yeah. talking about it but then yeah. i started thinking through i was trying desperately to pull anything mm-hmm. that i could say like well this was positive mm-hmm. and nah man yeah. it's bad yeah. it perpetuates see the problem is is that for a movie that people talk about like how it subverts old fairy tale tropes and it makes it right. it's a parody of old fairy tales it kind of just follows the same formula as those fairy tales, especially in the way that it relates to gender and mm-hmm. also to race. But that isn't the context that came up. Right. There's a <laughs> lot to talk about in this movie with racial politics, uh, mm. not least of which is that previously mentioned ghettoization Oof. that yeah, never that's... really gets resolved. I mean, no. it kind of does in that everyone gets sort of reintegrated yeah. back into their lives. But like yeah. the kingdom rounded people up and put them in a a, a, a single a in a swamp because of who they're like genetics basically mm, yep. and then the the prince was de- was killed and everything's fine like right there's none of that lingering <laughs> like w- people went along with this the entire kingdom's guard yeah. was a part of this <laughs> right. that's yeah. so fucked yeah. up yeah for real uh, anyway, but that's a different context. We're not talking about right. that context. Um, anyway, so yes, huh. feminist wise, not so not so good. Trek. Hmm. 
In fact, I'm not not at all good, Shrek. I I think there's there's one last thing I want to say about this, and that's just yeah. the subtle. Um, I think it's harmful, and I think it's not inherently harmful because it is something that's real, and representing things that are real is not wrong. But I think, given the lack of alternatives, it is wrong in this context. And here's what it is. Ta-da! Here comes the big reveal. <laughs> the way that Shrek talks to Fiona. And then once Fiona goes to bed, there's two separate scenes where this happens, uh, where he's like kind of lovey dovey and like being nice. And then when she goes to bed, he gets into like guy mode. It's like, it's like he goes into the locker room that men like to believe exists and like starts talking to donkey as like this tough guy that doesn't want to share his feelings. It doesn't want to be soft and doesn't want like, I was thinking through my, I was like, okay, where does toxic masculinity show up? And it's a lot of that's places, true. but that's yeah. definitely one of them. That's 100%. That he and Donkey are very afraid to be real with each other, even when he says to Donkey, I forgive you. What he means is, I want you to tell me the secret that you're holding from me. Yeah. And the only way you're going to tell me is if I say I forgive you. Because the minute Donkey is like, oh, cool, that's what friends do. Shrek's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she say about me? That's the only reason wow. he did it. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, even the male friendship that's kind of at the core of this movie yeah. is bad. Yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. good, and they're really mean to each other, and they don't compliment each other at all. Mm. It sucks. Good I don't like Lord. it. Like, this movie's just not good. No. This is also just not a very good movie. Well, that's true. Like, it's like, not the most carefully edi- crafted let's editorialize movie. a little bit here. This movie sucks. <laughs> like, it's not funny. It's gross. It's very gross <laughs> it has just so much <laughs> shit going on in it that I, i'm like like all the like some of the animation is good but yeah. most of yeah. it isn't i mean it's for its time mm-hmm. it's very impressively animated however yeah. Yeah. it's also really unfunny right. uh the all of the the jokes are completely uh, overdone like they're, they're either they're, overdone or like derivative or or so yeah. of the time that they're never yeah. going to be there this movie's not going to last you can't watch <laughs> this movie in 10 even 10 years from now you can't watch this movie and be like ha, 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 i get all of these references <laughs> right? like yeah. kids yeah. kids born when this movie came out are gonna have no fucking idea what the fuck it is <laughs> what is this movie okay so here's what i'm gonna say my only compliment that i'm gonna pay this movie is this uh, and I think it's appropriate that the only movie that we really choose to dunk on in maybe any movie that we do is Shrek, because honestly, it's a pile of trash. The lighting is good. Whoever did the lighting, or like rigged, you know, the, the fake lighting, yeah, it's yeah. not lit. I mean, by, animated lighting is but like animated a lighting is lighting. It, and it is, there are many moments in this movie that are very atmospheric. And that work really well with shadows and with flames. And I was like, you know what? People like this was thought out, mm-hmm. especially a lot of the scenes in Shrek's swamp. Uh, if nothing else, it did that well. Yeah, especially for its time in two thousand one. Like the like for a like as a um, as a contrast, the lighting in Toy Story is very basic. Yeah, it's it's still it's, very it's not it's not very good. Yeah, it's very uh, textured lighting in Shrek, and I thought that I was appreciated. That's true. Of, it, of that. it also like some of the skin and fur and stuff looks pretty good. Although I will say they seem to think pores are way bigger than they really are on like everyone. Also, uh, part of the reason I was quiet just then is I was looking up 
because I wanted to confirm that my memory was correct, and it was, that Shrek was the first film to ever win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature in 2001 when they introduced the category. Mm. And the two movies that it beat were Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, which I haven't seen, but I can only assume was the correct choice, and Monsters, Inc., which has held up, I think, a lot better. Oh, yeah. If for no other yeah. reason, then it's not just a bunch of pop culture jokes. It's yeah. not... It's a fully imagined world with some interesting characters. Yes, and I think... I don't know. I think there's a certain time period in pop culture and comedy and kids' movies where pop culture jokes were everything. I think um, the late 90s, early 2000s were big on this. That Like, the whole careers of, like, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy... Uh, fucking uh, somewhat Dana Carvey, although he had some other stuff that he did that was good. But like, I just mean like a lot of the SNL people from that era, Sandler, whatever, mm-hmm. they cut their teeth on and made a lot of money by making jokes that were very much of like, can you believe the world we're in now? Like, yeah. do you see yeah. all this stuff going on? Like Jerry Seinfeld's half of his career is that. It's just like, oh, kids something. these days. Like, yeah. huh, weird. Huh. Um. And that's just not, it's not sustainable. Right. You can't keep keep that up forever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. That, that no, got way away no, from that, the context. That's okay. That's great. Um, we did it. Hey, we did it. Hey, we did We it. talked about Shrek, a movie sure did. that's big and green and gross. We got Shrek'd. <laughs> Ship Shrek'd? Ship Shrek'd. It's not as good as some of the other ones. No, that, there were some. I honestly think I don't think I came up with a good Shrek pun all night, <laughs> but you came up with a bunch, and I'm very happy with you. I um, still think Shrek made atheist might be my favorite thing that anyone's ever said to me, and that includes when. Never mind. I was gonna make. <laughs> I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a. Never mind. I was gonna make a joke. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, so what were the contexts that we discussed today? Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. Here huh? we go. Uh, what if this was a Westworld-style theme park? Mm, which is pretty That irritating. one was a lot of fun. That was, that was tough. Uh, feminist Theory. Mm-hmm. What was the first? And a middle one. It was <laughs> the first one we did was someone's imagining the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Don't I came up with all four of them this time, Dang, buddy. girl, nice job. I'm not carrying my weight. That's okay. I don't normally, I don't normally remember even <laughs> goddamn one of them. That's true. <clears throat> so, nice job. Hey, thanks. Nice job to you, David. Huh. And nice job to Matt. Who's here in spirit? Yeah. Um, uh, I actually I know he's here in spirit because I saw a little pile of shrektoplasm on the on the ground over oh, there. Oh, you I, son of a bitch! It's like, oh, yeah, that's him. That's the spirit. That's the uh, ghost over there. Shrektoplasm. <laughs> God, <laughs> I don't know why this is my gift. I love it. I love it so much. Ugh, man, that's. I was just trying to think of one, but I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, and like, it hurts a little bit that I can't. But I'm so glad that you exist. It's okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> to, I can, to I can carry that weight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, uh, David, do you have anything you'd like to plug? My butt and my show, the Hypothetic Cast. Those things. Uh, you should go check it out if you like. Uh, we are about to hit our fiftieth episode. Wow, which is a lot. Congratulations. It's, we've been going for uh, a year and a half ish. I think uh, our anniversary is. Pi Day is in March 14th. Nice, I nice. just went through and I archived, I wrote down what all of our themes have been. And uh, that was a fun little trip down memory lane. Yeah. We've done some good stuff. So uh, go check it out if you like jokes. Yeah, that's awesome. I look forward to seeing what you do for 50. Probably and also Shrek. everything up to that. Oh, man. I mean, honestly. A Shrek-themed <laughs> episode of Hypotheticast is pretty great idea-wise. You should. You could. Could. 
and should. Maybe we should one time we should do a week where we both pick mm-hmm. like you pick a theme based on the movie that we pick, mm-hmm. yeah. or we pick a movie based on the theme right. that you guys. Why do. not crossover? That'd be fun. Crossover. I'd, I'd love to do that yeah. sometime. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, <laughs> hey, if you if you <laughs> if you can do one before we release this next week, <laughs> nope, nope, okay, it's not happening. No, not till no, the twenty fifth, definitely not. So we'll have to figure something else out. But uh, yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to do that sometime, but people should definitely check out the Hypotheticast. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you and Mike and Emily have a good, good old time. A good old time. A good old time. Uh, in the meantime, folks, I think if you have a chance, please uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We've been uh, we've been plugging around for a while. This will be uh, twenty four, I think. Uh, so we've been bringing you some, yeah. we've been bringing you the the hot contextual deviance uh, action as much as we can for twenty four episodes, cakes. and no, 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 we no. would uh, we'd love to hear from you, get some feedback on you, and uh, putting reviews up on iTunes is a great way to tell us what you think, uh, tell other people what you think, and uh, as people review it, it boosts uh, the visibility of the show and makes it a little bit easier for folks to find us. So if you like the show, uh, by all means, uh, just write us a, just hop on iTunes, hop on Apple Podcasts, hop on whatever podcast service you're using, and just write us a little little note, just a little, just a little, give us a little, give us a little, give us a little new review. <laughs> uh and you know or you could tweet at us or you can also tweet at us you can hit us up on facebook you know we're we're, we're out there we're in the world but uh we'd love to hear more from you because we've got uh we've always we're always all ears on movies you might want us to do context you might want us to toss in and try out i mean we're not above we're not above anything at this point that's true we just did trek yeah christ um so i hope and I also hope this didn't ruin your childhood. But then again, it's 2018. And if your childhood hasn't already been ruined, you haven't been paying attention. That is a sad joke. Anyway, uh, David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? The memorable difficulty travels into the Wiggly event. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at taxdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! <laughs>